Hi, I'm Holly. And I'm Cindy. And we're your Rambling Rambling Roses. Roses. Coming to you from the rose capital of America, Tyler, Texas. On this podcast, we'll share a behind-the-scenes look at the characters and stories that make up the Tyler culture. And Cindy, we're heading straight into summer. Yes. Which is typically a big travel season, but you know, with the pandemic last year and restrictions lifting and stuff like that, some people are, you know, still trying to keep it close to home or Mm -hmm. wondering what's going on, what tourist attractions are open and where to go. And lucky for them, we have the answers. (laughs) We do have the answers and we're going to share those with all of our listeners today. A lot of people don't understand how important tourism is to the economy. Maybe now after the pandemic and it kind of halted travel a little bit, people are a little bit more aware, but tourism is a big driving force in in all economies. It is, and it's really important that you bring tourism in to your city because that's outside dollars that are new to the economy. Those dollars help offset just normal costs that residents pay during the year. Sure, and I don't think a lot of people realize that. I think sometimes people, residents, get the idea that, oh, we don't want outsiders in town, but that actually is a good thing. It helps keep our businesses open. I brought a few little quick travel facts to share with the audience today on travel. Did you know, Cindy, that Tourism is the second largest export-oriented industry in Texas after oil and gas. Wow, I didn't know that. Yep, it's it's the second biggest money driver here in Texas. And each household in Texas, it's estimated, would pay $760 more a year in um, state and local taxes if we didn't have that those tourism dollars offset in the cost of our taxes. So that's a huge win absolutely, for the individual person. In Tyler alone, travel supports 4,000 jobs. In Texas, about one out of every 10 jobs is attra- directly related to travel. Wow. So, you know, travel really helps in a time when our economy needs it for jobs, money, keeping our taxes low. Economic stimulation in our communities. Absolutely. And we have somebody here today with us to share how you could spend your tourism dollars here in Tyler. (laughs) We do. We have an expert, Debbie Isham. She is the Special Events um, and Goodman Museum Supervisor, but she's also chair of uh, the Chamber Visit Tyler and Sport Tyler uh, Committee. So she gives our monthly report to the Chamber Board, and she's very... um, very familiar with tourism. She's been in the industry for quite a while, and I'm going to just welcome Debbie and let her give us a little background about what you've done. Thank you so much. Well, probably one of my first biggest jobs as far as tourism goes in Tyler, I managed the Harvey Convention Center for the city of Tyler, and then they added in Rose Garden, and I had Goodman Museum (laughs) and uh, some other facilities. But People may not realize our Rose Garden and the Convention Center. I mean, that's tourism dollars that help fund that, that the citizens are not having to pay taxes on. So that is key for having those tourism dollars flow through Tyler to help fund those type things. Right. How many years have you been with the city? A little over 19 years. Wow. So you were a baby when you started. I was. I was about (laughs) 15. (laughs) And so... You were at Harvey for how many years? 
it was about three and a half and then I kept saying where's the programs where's the programs because my degree was in recreation and uh, they kind of switched uh, and created the position I had of special events and recreation manager for years and had the senior center under me and the class recreation center and then just we started developing so many programs and special events and carried on some that that were already taking place like the azalea arts and crafts fair rose mm -hmm. festival which is tourist driven mm -hmm. too people Absolutely. come into those type of events so and then uh, a little over a year ago i kind of switched gears a, a, a little bit and still doing special events but I moved my office to the Goodman Legrand Museum, and I've been working there. We're trying to to do a huge restoration project to complete the Goodman. You mm -hmm. know, she's old, so she yes. needs a little facelift. Yeah. <laughs> and so tourism dollars right there to help that. But uh, it's amazing. Folks learn about the Goodman, and they, they come specifically because they're history buffs. They mm -hmm, may come right. just to see the Goodman and the grounds that are around it. So I, I'm amazed where the people are coming from. Right. Um, yeah. All over the state of Texas, of course, but California, North Dakota, Washington, Canada, the UK. Yeah. Wow. You know, so when people sign in, we're always asking, where are you from? And mm -hmm. today we had South Africa. So, wow. wow. You know, and so it's, it's really neat to get to meet people who come into Tyler. And I usually ask them, why are you here? Well, we were just taking either a day trip or we we're on vacation or we're at the RV park. Yeah. People are, are coming to Tyler because we're a beautiful city. So. Right. Yeah. Right. And, and I've noticed that, I mean, that now South Africa and some of those out-of-staters, that's a long trip. But yeah. they've, you know, researched I noticed that when we were visiting with some visitors this past month that they've researched specifically Tyler because they're going to be in this area and they wanted to go somewhere where they could do some day day things. And, and the Goodman was always brought up as one of mm -hmm. the top attractions that people wanted to go see. Yeah. For So for some of our listeners who may not have been to Tyler before, can you tell us a little bit, what is the Goodman? What's its significance here in Tyler? The family who lived there the longest were very instrumental economically to the mm -hmm. city. They were philanthropic. The museum itself, the artifacts inside the home belonged to the Goodman family and the Legrand family. Yeah. It was Sally Goodman Legrand that gave the city of Tyler the home, but it had to become a museum, and that was back in 1939. Wow. So the things that are in the home belong to them. and. Mm -hmm. And we've really tried to put together a story as people are walking through now. They, they get to know the family and learn how Dr. Goodman was the vice president of the Tyler Tap Railroad. Oh, wow. Which is now the Cotton Belt Railroad. So yeah. it's things like that, how they were such a part of the early history. I guess Tyler became known in the 19, uh, 1840s as a town. They got here in the 1850s and then bought what was a cabin at that time and then built up a two-story home. And so that's a little bit of the history. I don't want to give it away because yeah. I yeah, you come and take a tour. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> a little sneak peek. Now, we have heard ghost stories from the Goodman. Is there any, any fact to the ghost stories that you hear around town? 
not from me. Not no. from you. No. No. <laughs> you um, haven't you haven't seen any of the No, none of that <laughs> kind of stuff. You know, people can come in and their imaginations can run wild and, and it can happen for them, but no. Maybe you're <laughs> just not open to it. Maybe you need no. to <laughs> No familiar spirits for me there. Thank you. <laughs> but um, it's just a beautiful home, it you is. know, and and not just the home itself, the grounds that it's on, yes. and the yeah, smaller rose garden that's there on the grounds. Yes, we have the Chambly uh, Garden. It was in honor of a man who used to help be a caretaker on the grounds, and and after the freeze, we babied our azaleas, and babied them for a whole year after mm-hmm. pruning them, and then yes. to see all of our leaves <laughs> drop. But amazingly enough, a lot of them still bloomed, oh, and good, now the yeah. leaves are coming back. So uh, normally the spring is when we really pop over there, but I'm calling on master gardeners to help volunteer. I've been doing a lot of the planting, and there's a lot of weeds with all the rains that we've been having. Oh, wow. so, but it's seven acres still. It was a nine-acre area, and the city built the huge water tower in 1957. Mm-hmm. So they took up a couple of the acres that had belonged to the, the Goodman grounds. But it is a beautiful place. We have weddings, yeah, uh, events there all the time, mystery mm-hmm. dinners. I'm starting up our teas over there, so... So yeah, people need to nice come place. to town. They need to check it to out. Yes. Well, and another thing that Cindy and I were talking about, some like hidden gems here in Tyler, is I don't think a lot of people know just how many public parks we have here, which you've kind of been involved with some of the parks as well. Yes. Right? And some of the events and stuff. Tell us some of the new park facilities that people can enjoy. Well, several of our parks have been getting new playgrounds, uh, our new pool. It used to be an Olympic-sized pool built in 1938 (laughs) for Olympic trials. Who knew? (laughs) But now it's a a smaller pool, but huge water features there, uh, splash grounds. That's at Fun Forest. Over at Woldert Park, where our Glass Recreation Center, it got a new splash pad, and so it'll be opened up. And uh, Bergfield Park, finally getting our new tennis courts in. So that kind of completes the whole master plan. We had gotten a new playground, a new amphitheater. And this fall, we should be having our movies again. And then, of course, uh, Rose Festival Arts and Crafts Fair, which the city would do, the Parks Department. But other folks are also booking the park. We have the trail system. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So... A lot of folks, we have lots of walking trails, Rose Rudman and South Tyler trails. It's it's so much fun now. And we just yeah. got our bike paths right. uh, put in it's all nice. over town. And we're trying to get people to start having fun more. Me yeah. being recreation <laughs> background, <laughs> mm-hmm. people get too stressed and they need to have more leisure time, family time. And I know we've had that through COVID. Mm-hmm. People are ready to get out and do things. But we're trying to improve our parks and it's been wonderful to replace all these playgrounds in recent years to redo the pool and add walking trails that it's huge yeah it just enhances the park itself and i noticed when people were kind of stuck at home you know i i saw more activity in my neighborhood people just out walking riding bikes and i drove out to the south trails Mm. about two weekends ago and i noticed there were people all over those trails on bikes and walking and i think one thing good that may have happened during the pandemic was people got outdoors again and now mm-hmm. they want to continue that and they're utilizing all these new facilities and 
new bike trails and enjoying the parks being a tourist in your own backyard some might say yes <laughs> well at, yeah at Lindsay Park we have three disc golf courses 18 hole mm-hmm. disc golf courses people drive miles to come and play on our disc golf courses yeah. and there's also a bike trail out there as well so I, I've seen RVs pull up, they pull out their bikes, they ride the trail, and then there's somebody with their bag of discs to go yeah, play disc yeah. golf. So mm-hmm. that's, a, that's a very well-kept secret, maybe not so much anymore, because disc golf has really taken off. But, you know, Tyler has been touted as one, of, one place that has some of the best disc golf courses around. Yes. yes. Yeah, and who knew? Here, here in Tyler. Well, and we have the best Rose City Disc Club. I have to give yes, them kudos. Yes, they are because amazing. Because they are the ones who really helped us develop those three courses. Mm-hmm. And they help maintain a lot Absolutely. of that, too. And we couldn't do it without them. No, so. and they're very passionate about it. And, and you know, they bring tourists here annually. They have the Piney Woods Classic in the fall. Yes. They've hosted two state events here over the last year and a half. And I think that the last one was this past March, and they had 474 participants yes huge wow so you talk about tourism impact that was Mm -hmm. a lot of people here for three nights probably one thing about disc golf you don't have to pay green fees Mm -hmm. and (laughs) it's very inexpensive you get it get yourself a putter a driver you know the disc yeah and it can be grandchildren with grandparents Mm -hmm. it can be any age out there playing disc golf Mm -hmm. so so another another thing that's kind of gotten bigger over the past few years that a lot of people, tourists and residents alike, really like is the Christmas event at the Rose Garden where you put all the lights in. I understand that you're, you kind of oversee the decorations of the Rose Garden, and I've noticed over the years that it's gotten bigger and bigger. Tell us a little bit about that event. Well, we have Holiday in the Garden, and f- for about I guess this will be our 12th year to do a holiday and garden event where we have vendors we have kids performing but then at night the garden is lit up and for several years I've I've been able to use grant money to help buy lights and so each year I've added a little bit more it's amazing there were no plugs out in the garden so through grant money I got plugs on every lamppost who knew you'd have to put but that helped us get power all through the garden and so through the grant money uh each year adding more and more lights and it's just become you know a lot of work but it's beautiful it it is beautiful and it's up for about a month people can come out normally we have been Wednesday through Saturday evening from like five to eight Folks can come out and walk through the garden. Mm-hmm. And for those that don't know, the largest municipal rose garden in the United States. Yes. 14 right acres. here. Yes. Yep. 14 acres, mm-hmm. open seven days a week. It's a beautiful outdoor space to go. Yep. Yep. I think worth, a, worth a trip to Tyler, plus the Rose Museum in yes. the Rose Garden Center itself, which yes. is the history of the rose industry, the Rose Festival. Uh, you can come see past dresses of the queen, learn about how the rose industry started in Tyler. Very worth the trip to come okay. see that. And then out in the garden, it's not just roses. Our right. mm-hmm. Smith County Master Gardeners help us tremendously. Um, we have the Idea Garden, and then this past year, they, they planted, I want to say, 90 new Japanese maples uh-huh. throughout the botanical garden area. There's a heritage garden, so you have a lot of heirloom plants as well. 
So yeah. not just roses in the rose garden. There's That's right. Some. It's beautiful year round. Even, I mean, there's always some roses blooming, but even when it's not peak season, there's always something to see. The idea garden has something always blooming mm-hmm. and, uh, it was a great idea to put in the idea garden. <laughs> when idea. people would come in, I'm always saying, you've got to go to this oh, back yeah. corner over here to see that area. So, yeah, it's one of my favorite areas for sure. So you see a lot of visitors coming in and out. Do you have any fun stories or what do people tell you that they're surprised that they found here in Tyler? Those who come from like up north, mm-hmm. they have said to me, Tyler's so friendly (laughs) and it's like yes because we always try to welcome them but you know even folks who who live here I didn't realize this was here you know I've Mm -hmm. lived here all my life and I've never been here or I haven't you know our zoo is phenomenal people Mm -hmm. don't realize how awesome our zoo is Mm -hmm. but usually for me seeing everybody come in through day to day you know, I always ask them, you know, did you enjoy the museum or, you know, any other questions? And they said, I, I just didn't dream. I feel like I've stepped back in time. I had a lady today yeah. who told me, she goes, I keep thinking back what it was like during that time. So you're transporting yeah. them, mm-hmm. you know, 100 yeah. plus years ago, and they're kind of living Tyler's history through the museum. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's a special, special memory. And I have visited several different homes that are museums and it is hard to find a home that has original furnishings in it like the Goodman does. Usually it's replicas of what could have been there but not here at the Goodman House and House Museum because like you said it was every the house and everything in it was donated to the city for preservation of that moment in time in in Tyler I think that's one of the things that people like when Mm -hmm. they visit Tyler is learning that history of that time yeah that's what still blows me away about the museum is that the the fact that so much of that is still original to the home and I can just picture the family sitting there in the sitting room or you know as you tell the stories to the visitors as they come in you you almost feel like you you know you've lived in the home yourself it's just It's such a great tourist draw. I mean, and people that we send down the, to the to the home itself, we always get amazing feedback on just how beautiful the home is, and it's just a good experience. Well, we're trying to tell the story, keep mm-hmm. the history alive. Dr. Goodman played the violin. His violin's in the home. So it's kind of like you can just hear him playing inside that house. Yeah. They would hire bands clear from Dallas down to Waco to come over and perform. So they loved music Mm -hmm. and uh, preserving Tyler's history is what we are. Well, thank you so much, Debbie, for coming in today and talking to us a little bit about some of Tyler's major attractions, some hidden gems, and the importance of tourism to our not only our economy, but anybody's economy. We always try to encourage residents to be a tourist in their own backyard and see some of these hidden gems and also you know this year during summer summer travel some people are a lot of people are wanting to get out but you may not have as many vacation days as you would want so we encourage you to explore the area within driving distance and take little weekend vacations and get out and see the areas around you right Debbie is there a a website you want to put out there for the Goodman that people can look. it's actually the goodmanmuseum.com okay 
And that has your hours? And um, Yes. Uh, we are open Tuesday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Yeah. But do check our website. Uh, we are starting our phase one of the restoration project. And so it's going to be progressing as, as funds come in. But just check the website or call first before you make your trip. Okay. So, so intermittently there will be some closures. Yes. yes. Okay. And Cindy, I'd like to know from our listeners if they know of any hidden gems here in Tyler. What are their favorite spots to go to that maybe we didn't mention? Oh, I know there's a lot of places we didn't mention here today. But if you have a hidden gem or a story from Tyler that you'd like to share with us, you can always do that on our website, visittyler.com, or follow us on Instagram or Facebook. We're always looking to keep that conversation going. And until next time, have have a a rosy rosy day. day.